Hey, hey, and g'day. Welcome or welcome back. I'm Darren, and this is another installment of the My Guest List Pod Review and Recommend Show. This is the companion show to my main interview show that I do every other week that you can find here on the same feed. So we're still in lockdown here in Melbourne and things have definitely escalated. We now have a curfew, so that's nice. Um, In a show of force, all of our playgrounds have been shut down and taped off. The government is not going to take any cheek from those militant two to eight-year-olds. I've heard that kiss chasey and nerf gun fights are the primary methods of transmission for the Delta variant. Uh, Also, you can no longer remove your mask to drink a beer outside of the venue that you bought it at. So I guess drinking through your mask is still permitted. And I guess that's the ultimate in what you call filtered beer. Uh, Yeah, so it's all going to be nuts. And speaking of beer, before I get to this week's recommendation, I just want to pass on some thanks to one of my listeners who gave me some great constructive feedback for the, the show this week. I won't go into too much detail, but suffice to say her recommendations were spot on and something for me to consider in future shows. And with a little light internet stalking, I found that, uh, and I hope she doesn't mind me shouting her out, but Ella has an Instagram page called Ella Rates Beer. So pretty much all one word, Ella Rates Beer, where wonder of wonders, she rates and reviews a host of different beers. So if you like beer, and I'm guessing that could be one or two of my listeners, go check out Ella's page for some great beer and venue reviews and recommendations. Although it seems she reviews a lot of local beers, I also notice she she does a lot of the international brews as well. So uh, it's a really cool account. Go check it out and support her if you can and get the lowdown on some tasty beverages. Anyway, this week's show is one that is very close to my heart, considering that its format also includes a large component of what I do with my show. And that is, of course, a top 10 countdown. Each week, either Nick Amell or his sidekick host, Brandon, propose a top 10-ish, sometimes it's 5, sometimes it's 12, uh, list to countdown on their show, the 10-ish podcast. The host not providing the countdown for the week then has to guess what or who is on said list. And to make it all that more difficult, the person guessing the list does it with no prior knowledge of what the topic is and does it in real time. And in that way, you also get to guess along with one of the boys and see how you fare on the countdown as well. And now that I've made it as clear as mud, why don't I just let the boys explain it? This is the Tennis Podcast, and I am your host, Nick. I'm Brandon. Brandon, doesn't it feel... It's a little relieving, it's a little relaxing to be here, and we're firmly in November now. We've survived Spooktober. We survived Spooktober. I'm excited to do a non-Spooktober list today, I hope. Yeah, this is not spooky. This list, and... Well, hang on, don't don't tell us yet. No, I'm not. First, tell them how, this, yeah. tell them how the goddamn show works. Each week, one of us brings a list, usually 10 items on the list, and the other does not know the items on the list or what the list is comprised of beforehand, and they try to guess it along with you, the home or work or commuter listener. Nick and Brandon have a laid-back and natural relationship, and honestly, if Brandon is any more laid-back, he'd probably be asleep. 
but it's that irreverent attitude of both guys that is part of the appeal of the show. When you listen to the boys, it feels like those discussions you might have with a best mate while sinking a few around a fire. It's that casual competition where coming up with a unique or interesting countdown is nearly as important as getting the countdown correct. Some of the boys' countdowns include what you would expect from this style of show, such as highest grossing films, most visited websites, or top 10 most popular 80s songs on Spotify. However, the boys have also counted down some of the more offbeat topics, like top 10 porn searches of 2019, weirdest things found on x-rays, and America's favourite murder methods. So grab a Diet Dr Pepper and listen to a bit of what the boys have to offer. The communion uh, author. But it was just him, right? I do remember in the book he wrote about some house guests that saw it and also his his, uh, hypnotherapist, things like that. I don't know. He's not in the top 10. It's not in here. Okay. Well, let's just, let's start learning. I'm just going to start at the top. So, number 10, the Herbert Shermer abduction. uh, You heard of this one? Somebody grabbed a nerd. (laughs) It's always the nerds. So, this is number 10, Herbert Shermer. On December 3rd, 1967, a 22-year-old police officer named Herbert Shermer. Wait, 22 years old, Herbert? I'm already not buying There's it. There's no way this dude doesn't wear thick <laughs> as hell glasses. <laughs> and oh, like God. all the guys who bullied him, bullied him in high school, like, what are you going to do to me, Officer Shermer? <laughs> he wasn't an officer in high school no, yet. No, <laughs> no, when he, an officer, they're still bullying him. Oh. Officer Wormer. Well, this guy who, who we're making a friend out of right now, mm-hmm. he was on routine patrol at night in the sleepy town of Ashland, Nebraska. At around 2.30 a.m., he noticed some red flashing lights that he first assumed... Yeah, apples are probably the most well-known or widely like used maybe fruit, one of them in the, in the United States, in the Western world. But what I was thinking about this morning with apples is uh, the apple trees in the Wizard of Oz. Okay. They always annoyed me as a kid Hmm. because I understood the purpose of the apple more than the apple tree. Let me explain how. So, after Dorothy meets the scarecrow in Oz, remember she's hungry and she stops and she picks an apple off of the tree. Okay. And then the tree slaps the apple out of her hand and he's like, how would you like it if I did that to you? She's like, (laughs) what the fuck? A talking (laughs) tree? He slaps that out of her hand and, he, and, he, and he's mad at her. And she's like, well, I, I was hungry and I just... Then they all mock her for being hungry. They go, oh, she was hungry. She was hungry. Yeah. And even as a kid, I was like, you fucking idiot trees. That is the whole point of the apple. It's supposed to fall off or be picked off or eaten off of and then carried away in the tummy of whoever ate it and then pooped. Mm-hmm out. Okay. Well, we, we got it. But, you know, you would think that the apple being picked off would be a relief to that tree, kind of like a person clipping a toenail. You know, it's an appendage that is meant to come off. Well, it's, I mean, it's the tree literally like spreading its seed. So, maybe it would feel really good. Oh, baby. Maybe he should have been like, oh, keep grabbing apples. <laughs> but he didn't. He fucking, they pelted them with it. Yeah, I'm with you. It's a, it's illogical filmmaking. It's irresponsible is what it is. Yeah. At the end of the day, if I was in her ruby red slippers. Mm-hmm. I'd like to see that. After they woke up the Tin Man and they are like resolved to go see the wizard. Mm-hmm. Remember they ask like they all kind of stand up and look at each other and they go, two Oz? Yeah. She should have said two Oz. But first, 
me and you and this raggedy ass motherfucker over here and your axe are going to go back across the road and we're going <laughs> to chop the fuck out of some apple trees. <laughs> so they're going to brutally torture and murder this living thing, the apple tree, just because he got a little perturbed that she picked something off of his body. <laughs> Yeah, I guess my, you don't cross Dorothy. <laughs> my version of Wizard of Oz is still, you know, beat for beat pretty close to the original, but it has some diversions. <laughs> it just doesn't seem like the punishment fits the crime. Hello and welcome to the fucking Tennis Podcast. I'm your goddamn host, Nick Amell. Holy shit. Uh, well, I'm Brandon. I didn't know we were coming in hot. We're coming in hot. Well, I came in hot. You came in, I don't know, lukewarm at best. Okay. <laughs> Show me some attitude. Show me some fire. But, but, people are coming to us for attitude? They come to us because they want to hear you be sassy. I don't think they're coming to me for Tood, but if you're here for Tood, you might get a little <laughs> Tood today. We've got a little uh, more raucous subject today. Today's list is Nancy Reagan's worst fucking nightmare. What? It is your elementary and middle school dare officer's worst fucking nightmare. Today... We're talking about the most popular recreational drugs. This is great because I just did all the fucking drugs in my house right before we hit record. A mix of them. All well, at once. So we'll see if I fucking survive long enough to guess. I'd be ten. surprised if any of the things on this list were in your home. <laughs> you don't fucking say. You're not much of a drug fiend. Or small creatures in my house. Yeah. So I mentioned it is scary. that, uh, you know, vacuum is kind of low on the list of hated chores. Yeah. Must be some kind of pleasure, something to um, lighten the Is it the people load. dancing while they vacuum? That's probably part of it. But I want to read to you a collection of short reports from the 5th of July, 1980 edition of the British Medical Journal. Okay. The short report is titled, Penile Injuries from Vacuum Cleaners. Oh, my God. These are, I'm going to read almost word for word this whole entire short report on penile injuries from vacuum cleaners. Keep in mind, this is from the British Medical Journal. These are all British men we're about to talk about. Okay. Case number one. A 60-year-old man said that he was changing the plug of his Hoover Dustet vacuum cleaner in the nude oh. while his wife was out shopping. <laughs> See, this is wives. No, I'm already not when believing When you go it. out shopping... Even if you're married to a 60-year-old man, I would say, especially <laughs> if you're married to a 60-year-old man, the moment you leave, he's making plans. <laughs> and, well, let's, let, let's not ignore the, the real takeaway here. Women be shopping. And she did. All right. So, he's changing the plug of the vacuum cleaner in the nude while his wife is out shopping. It, quote, turned itself on and caught his penis causing tears around the external metis and deeply lacerating the side of the glands. There's a part of the penis that's actually called the metis. Mm -hmm. The external <laughs> metis, I think the shaft is the metis. Is this implying that the penis was sucked into the suction part? We'll get to that part. Okay. But yeah. Final result was some scarring of the glands, but the foreskin moved easily over it. So, good for case number one. Case number two. A 65-year-old railway signalman <laughs> was in his <laughs> signal box when he bent down to pick up his tools and, quote, uh -huh. caught his penis in a Hoover Dustette, <laughs> which happened to be switched on. <laughs> okay. 
when it says bent over, what he really was doing was getting on his belly like a snake on the ground. What kind of shithole signal box is he hanging at? He's standing naked <laughs> in a, and there's a vacuum cleaner switched on running somewhere around waist height. Yeah, somehow. Then there's tools on the floor and he's standing in the middle of this shit naked when he's supposed to be looking out for trains. And not only all that, but these gross men were so, you know, ashamed. I don't know what the word is, but they, no, they weren't ashamed. They, like, they were able to swallow their shame in order to possibly make a buck from complaining to the companies about their injuries. No, this, this isn't complaining to the companies. This is, they went to the hospital. This is, this is a medical oh. journal. Oh, no, right. The, okay. Hoover, the Hoover Dustet just happens to be mentioned by name in the first two. I think it was a very popular model. Well, that's a part of the problem. It's the dustette. It's a female yeah. vacuum. These men were trying to take advantage of her. <laughs> she was asking for it. <laughs> Case number three, a 49-year-old man was vacuuming <laughs> vacuuming his friend's staircase uh-huh. in a loose-fitting dressing gown <laughs> 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 when intending to switch the machine off, he leaned across to reach the plug and... Oh, you got to. Quote... At that moment, his dressing gown became undone and his penis was sucked into the vacuum cleaner. <laughs> this doesn't happen. No. This does not happen. I'm sorry. Well, well, not on accident. Does it give years on these? What year? Yeah. Uh, let's see. Um, there was one on here that's listed. It happened in 1973. So, I would say these okay. are, yeah. Even in 1973 and well before that, vacuum cleaners... I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, but their suctioning part, you know, the little opening mouth that sucks up on the floor, mm-hmm. was not large enough for a penis to just fall in there. I mean, am I wrong? Well, you know, you can unhook the tube. And yeah, You could okay. probably yeah. stick your dick in that tube. But these guys, I don't know where, I mean, but that wouldn't injure it. You would just get it sucked in there. <laughs> the tube yeah. doesn't have a rotating blade, which we'll find out was part of the design of the Hoover Dustette. Mm. Because he had phimosis, he suffered multiple lacerations to the foreskin as well as lacerations to the distal part of the shaft of the penis, including the external metis. Now, to look this up, phimosis means his foreskin was too tight. The wounds were repaired with catgut and phimosis was reduced with a dorsal slit. Ouch! A dorsal slit, meaning they, they slit the winky to let go of some pressure? They put a slit in the foreskin on the dorsal side, which would be like the back of the dick. Okay. Well, you're not being very scientific, so. Okay. Now, here are the comments below. Except for the patient with phimosis, the injuries sustained by these patients were mostly lacerations to the glands penis. That's their dickhead. Ugh. Presumably because the foreskin was retracted at that time. Because it was erect. All right. Later on here, at least two of the... The boys have 141 episodes and counting. And have a strong merch game also, with some cool t-shirts. They are most active on Twitter and Insta, but also have a Facebook page. A favourite show of mine, do yourself a solid and check out the Tennis Podcast. And laugh with and at Nick and Brandon. Thanks everyone. As usual, please subscribe, rate and review where you can, or just tell someone about the show that you think might be interested. Don't hesitate to get in touch with the show if you want to contribute with a recommendation for a podcast for me to check out or with an idea on how I can make the show better. I'm all ears and encourage your participation. Be like Ella. I hope you enjoyed the show this week. Go check out the Tennis Podcast, and as usual, I'll chat at you again next week. <laughs>